0: Conceptually simple is often extraordinarily complex in execution. It requires that leaders have an understanding of both what to do and how to do it. It requires them to design organizations that can succeed in mature businesses where success comes from incremental improvement. Close attention to customers and rigorous execution, and to simultaneously compete in emerging businesses where success requires speed, flexibility, and a tolerance for mistakes. We refer to this capability as ambidexterity, the ability to do both. If leaders are the linchpin to success, then ambidexterity is the weapon with which they must do battle. Many others have claimed to have the solution to the innovator's dilemma. But we believe ambidexterity is the real key. How they work and why is the story we tell here. Part 1 The Basics Leading in the Face of Disruption. Chapter 1 Today's Innovation Puzzle You have the talent in large organizations, you have the resources in large organizations. So why can't they be more innovative? Sam Palmisano, former CEO, IBM How long do you expect to live? Most Americans can plan on reaching the age of 79, Japanese almost 83, Liberians only 46. Now, how long will your company live? It turns out that it's a lot less than you are to make it to a ripe old age. Research has shown that only a tiny fraction of firms founded in the United States will make it to age 40, probably less than 0.1%. Of firms founded in 1976, only 10% survived 10 years later. While this is somewhat understandable because of the high mortality rate of newly founded firms, other research has estimated that even large, well-established U.S. companies, maybe like the one you work for— can expect to live only between another 6 to 15 years on average. Underscoring the fragility of organizational life, McKinsey colleagues Richard Foster and Sarah Kaplan followed the performance of 1,000 large firms across four decades. Only 160 of 1,008 survived from 1962 to 1998. They found that in 1935, the average company could expect to spend 90 years in the S&P 500. By 2005, this average had fallen to a mere 15 years, and it continues to fall. On average, an S&P 500 company is now being replaced about once every two weeks, and this rate is accelerating. One-third of the firms in the Fortune 500 in 1970 no longer existed in 1983. This led one researcher to observe that, despite their size, their vast financial and human resources, average large firms do not live as long as ordinary Americans. Why should this be? We understand why our human life is limited. Studies have shown that over time our body's cells lose their ability to accurately regenerate themselves. Cell senescence is at the root of many of the diseases that limit our lifespan. But there is no obvious equivalent cause of death for organizations. When we humans are successful, we may eat too much, work too hard, exercise too little, and do a variety of things that are not good for our health, but even the healthiest among us will succumb to cell senescence. By contrast, when companies are successful, they amass all the resources needed for their continued reign. They generate financial strength, market insight, loyal customers, brand awareness, and the ability to attract and develop human capital. Used wisely, these advantages should enable them to continue their success as markets and technology evolve. Unlike us, companies have no obvious biological limitations to their continued success. Yet, even successful organizations have a disturbing tendency to perish. Consider Netflix and Blockbuster. In 2012, Fortune magazine featured Reed Hastings, Netflix founder and CEO, as its business person of the year. Founded in 1999, Netflix is now the world's largest online DVD rental service and video streaming firm with more than 100,000 titles in its library, 60 million subscribers, and annual revenues of more than $4 billion.